Spider-Man. If it was up to me, every image would be Spider-Man for the <laughs> Cape Crisis. I wash myself with a rag on a stick. <laughs> uh, hey, everybody. Welcome to Cape Crisis. Mm. Uh, a comic book quote with Cape Crisis in it. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's the start of the show. Could that be the title of the show? I wash my we wash ourselves with a rag and a stick. Rag on a stick. I, and my favorite part about that, other than the cell phone that's still on, uh, is is the applause by the journalist. I forgot at the, end. the applause. It, it, yeah. it, it makes the joke because that's how he envisions journalists. Hi. <laughs> uh, uh, yes. Hey, everybody. So this is uh, another episode, the fourteenth, I believe. Mm. Of Cape Crisis, the comic book podcast that's about sequential art and graphic novels, all that bullshit. Uh, I've had a couple of drinks. Don't marginalize this uh, anybody Anyways, guys, I'm here with regular co-host with the co-most. And then with uh, one of our favorite regular, non-regular guests. Michael Graham. Michael Graham, back Woo. on the show by popular request. Oh, thanks. Oh, the kids love you, man. <laughs> hey, Mr. Grimm. Hey. So comic books. Yeah, graphic comic novels books. and sequential art. I wanna say I wanna say, uh you know how it irritated us that all the Simpsons clips were removed from YouTube mm-hmm. and it's become eight seconds. <laughs> yeah. That's all it's perfect. Well now and now I love it. Those old shows, it's all you need to see. And uh you know what, actually, let's get into, we started it last week, I want to do it again. What? What you been reading? Let's what you start been... off the show with that. Well, I took my homework assignment. If if I may, I will tell you yes. what I'm reading in exchange yeah. for you searching Whitey versus Pretzel on YouTube. It's <laughs> my favorite Simpsons 8 second clip ever. It's so good. Um, uh, I took, I, you, you let me borrow Justice League Origin. Which, How'd you like it? No, it's dope. Like, it's, it's very weird to see the characters start over. I, I don't, I guess I don't know how the Justice League met. Or decided to happen. Well, the problem with DC is that they've had so many different sure. ways. Technically, they met when uh, Starro, the starfish space alien, sure. came to Earth and tried <laughs> to mm-hmm. take it over. And so they it was the first threat the Silver Age Earth-1 heroes had ever seen that big. So they teamed up to take it down. Uh, and, and Comixology had a sale on Aquaman stuff. Yes. So I, um, I read... The like the first couple issues of the 1994 reboot of Aquaman, mm-hmm. and I started Flashpoint, but I figured I just I should dig into Flashpoint more. I, uh, Emperor Aquaman, sold. I'm sold. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, but it's fun. I want to dig into the whole Flashpoint and not just that. But I do. I did buy those, mm-hmm. um, and I <clears throat> oh I finished uh, the first volume of Irredeemable. And that's pretty good, huh? Yeah, that's that's fantastic. That is amazing. It's a really. I think it ran out as welcome. It didn't run out as welcome. I don't think it's terrible. Is it on the final issue? The last issue just came out today. Yeah. Yes, today. Well, uh, this week. Yes, this week. There Let's we say go. that. Um, <laughs> I want to get back to Justice League real quick, sure. though, because people, some people on Twitter have been mm-hmm. telling me that I'm too dismissive of DC Comics. You're and, not. Uh, You're like the biggest defender of DC Comics I know. They say I, I am a little mean on some of the New Universe stuff, only because I think some of the New Universe stuff is stupid. Because of how attached you are it. to the old universe. That too. Yeah. That they just erase the continuity, but it, it, anyway. 
But I, I really liked Justice League because it really was start from zero. Mm-hmm. Like, they made it a very important point that, like, this was the first time Batman met Green Lantern, mm-hmm. Superman met Wonder Woman, all that stuff. Like, no, they no. had only been doing their jobs for a little a little while. Yeah, you know? and, and not very well either. Yeah, they were Alone. making mistakes. Mm-hmm. I also like the uh, the characterization of Aquaman when he just shows up and is like, mm-hmm. hey, who's the leader? I'll be the leader because <laughs> like, I don't see a leader around here. I am, I'm a king, since right? Since I'm the king, I'll lead you guys. And I like the, the moment we I think we sort of made fun of in Avengers where like – Oh. Captain America, what do you do? And then he beats a bunch of people up in front of him. Well, no, they, no, the guy says, why should I listen to you? The Aquaman <laughs> has that same moment in Justice League. Yep. Making Aquaman the Captain America of the Justice mm-hmm. League. I'm the sorry. One, I'm sorry, one. everybody. I don't make the rules. <laughs> it's, uh, well, because they had to prove that they needed that scene in the book because Aquaman is a joke. It's they very hard to respect Aquaman. Yeah. There was a guy at Beta Breakers this weekend in a really sweet Aquaman costume. Did you do it? You do the Beta Breakers thing? Yeah, yeah. We just walked. That's what you were reading? Other guys' dicks? Yes. How many dicks did you see? Uh, I believe the final count was 11 for me and 12 for Brett. Wow. (laughs) Yes. Wasn't it? Brett did pee. I thought I I saw a picture of Brett like... Uh, of a guy who seemed to be naked, but it was only like his upper body. That was a picture that I showed you from same, last year. No, the, it looked to be the same guy mm-hmm. that you took your the dick picture with. Like you put your face right next to the dick. I know. I, I knelt down and, and took a picture leaning next to his dick, and I can't really believe he let me do it. I no, can't. I don't never, remember asking oh him God. to do that. Mm. Remember how on the site on the site we both used to work at. Mine. We posted the the podcast that week. I put the, that picture in there, and I like covered that guy's genitals, but enough, only enough that you would never see any <laughs> genitals, but that you could tell he was naked. naked. There was also a nearly ninety percent naked man in really professionally done body paint, and those the Green Lantern. It was pretty. Wow, sweet. really? Ooh. Yeah. No CG there. Take that, Reynolds. It was the new Highlander, apparently. Any naked ladies? Uh, uh, no. I saw one girl who was wearing a floppy tank top with a boob hanging oh. out the side, but she had a sticker over her nipple. So, so yeah. a little bit of side boob. But Beta Breakers is uh, a San Francisco yes, event mm-hmm. that used to be a normal marathon where you run from the bay to the ocean. Breakers. Mm-hmm. Bay to Breakers. Uh, now it's become a thing where you drink in public, At do a ton of drugs, nine a.m. Yeah, <laughs> uh, get really naked and do whatever you want publicly through the streets of San Francisco. Sort of like our, our little Fat Tuesday or Gasparilla yeah. for you, uh, Tampa folk. I'm, I know they had that. <laughs> That's just the only ones I went to. But this is massive and it's crazy and it's picturesque because it's mm-hmm. going through like the Hayden and yeah, right it, past my house. It goes through beautiful parts of town, but the thing about mm-hmm. it is that unless you are drunk and doing it, it really sucks because it's just it, a bunch of horrible frat ladies and dudes at uh, 9 a.m. pissing everywhere. But the best nudity I saw there was a couple. the first time I was there where there was just a ton of just naked women, not like, oh, she's so hot, but like, these are pleasant, naked-looking women. <laughs> uh, and, and then a cop car had to get through because... Generally, somebody dies of an overdose or alcohol poisoning somewhere <laughs> along may, the lines. Maybe you're saying that drinking a lot in the hot sun and, and then running is not a good... No, not at all. It, it, and so like the, the cop car's trying to get through, and it's like it's one of those newer crown... Vi- I don't know yeah. the cop cars. And then just all of a sudden, because the cop car has to move so slow, six bare-naked women, not the bare-naked ladies, great band... Uh, run next to it and pretend to be Secret Service agents. It was the greatest <laughs> thing I've ever seen. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, that, right. that and I. Uh, 
I have nowhere else to talk about it. Hank. Okay, can you, will you indulge fine. me? Yes. Um, can, I, can I also get the Whitey versus Pretzel clip? Also, the only superhero, I, main superhero we didn't see, I think, was the Flash. I think oh. everyone else was represented. We exactly. saw Batman, Superman, exactly. Captain America's oh, Iron Man. Now on the field, pleading with the crowd for for some kind oh, of sanity. Oh, <laughs> pretzels now knocking Whitey unconscious. I every time Perfect. I I work, you know, we all work. Um, this is or, a dark day. We all work, work on the internet with like a. Every time someone complains about commenters, I just mm-hmm. send them. Someday you're Whitey Ford. Someday you're the pretzel. And that's what it feels like. <laughs> Whitey Ford pleading for sanity. Uh, yeah. To inter- interrupt, I, I didn't go to Beta Breakers and I didn't explain myself because you even called me, mm. uh, which is very rare occurrence for Grim to call me and bug True. me to come out. I hate talking on the phone. Um, uh, the night, the day before, I had ridden my bike to the Presidio. I live in Soma. It's <sighs> it's a long ride. But why did I do that, Hank? I don't know. Uh, I went to the Disney Museum. Oh, to see. Oh, is this Brad Bird? To see Brad Bird talk about uh, the Disney adaptation. Is it? I, I, okay, I don't know how you cut me off if I'm going too long. Okay, but it's great. It was great to see. But Brad Bird is a story guy. Yeah, and he directed the finest superhero movie ever made and wrote it and wrote it, The Incredibles. Talk about you know it's a Disney museum, so it's always like it's always you walk in there thinking it's a G-rated affair, and the women who work there. Female Disney fans are always frightening. It's always fat women who smile too much. Uh, everything's super G-rated. Yeah. And uh, I love the Disney Museum, by the way. Um, and he, you know, he's cursing a little bit, and he's getting angry because he's talking about the art of Disney adaptation, where like the criticism that when Disney adapts um, a popular fairy tale or a known story, that they sugarcoat things. And he sort of took like this angry perspective, like you don't fucking appreciate how fast <laughs> these cartoons are made to make these cartoons palatable for this audience. So like people tend to presume that um, when you have a sugary, uh, funny sidekick, mm-hmm. and, they, and they showed clips of Cinderella, like like Cinderella. this is done. This is done because Disney wants to merchandise everything, and because he's like, no, it's because all these books. Contain a character talking to themselves like fucking maniacs for hours on end. And if they can't talk to themselves, they can talk to these little characters. So in between things, and they called them, they, he had a term for them called the little fellas. Disney would add in little fellas. Wow. Like, like Jiminy never, Cricket, to, so Pinocchio yeah. had somebody to talk to. Because Jim, Jiminy Cricket is killed in Pinocchio like immediately. Mm. Murdered what? by Pinocchio. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, he's, he's murdered by Pinocchio. So like, it, it's not in there to sugarcoat make cute things, but like in order to make a... A seventy to eighty minute movie where a character doesn't have to come. Well, I'm going down the street now. I sure hope this day goes. I, I don't know. You have a character. I don't know, Padoke. Like you have. You gotta go to school. Yeah. And no, he, he, well, how that's... angry he was about like like the idea that Disney is whitewashing or like no, they just happen to make the most popular version of these tales because mm-hmm. they're the most succinct I, and quick and pal- palatable. I mm-hmm. like what I like about that is that nobody. N- Nobody gives those classic Disney. Nobody treats those cartoons like anybody wrote a story or yes. thought yes. about character interactions. They just thought, well, they're just cartoons. And they Who gives bounce a shit, around. right? And they'll wave a magic wand and everything will be cured, mm-hmm. right? Then Disney or then Dumbo's mom hugs him. Whatever. <laughs> which is, Dumbo's a fucking fantastic movie. Mm-hmm. Like a third of which the, the elephant is hammered in. 
Just hammer. But I just, yeah, I, I like that Brad Bird is a very, like, he loves animation the right way. Yes. And, and you know that he actually gives a shit about it. It's not, he he's so passionate. That's what I love about him. And, and yeah. I was glad to hear him say that my favorite and his is Pinocchio because just Pinocchio goes fucking everywhere. Mm-hmm. But he was, like, the best writing if you look at Cinderella. And, I, like, Cinderella was the first Disney movie I had on VHS. Mm-hmm. Um, so I watched it a ton of times. Haven't really watched it since. Right. And just, yeah, they just showed the ending scene of, like, the character coming to the house to deliver the slipper. And, like, there's just, so, there's, like, so much going on for a very needless and small scene in the book. But so much comedy is added due to the layers that are added throughout. And those little mice, dude, those little mice do a lot. Well, it adds a lot of drama, like, the mice it does. Fe- uh, saving her. Yeah. And it makes you forget, it makes you forget entirely that at the end of that sequence, slipper breaks and Cinderella pulls out Eye of the Other Slipper. Like that, she's had the but whole. That's slip. the whole point. That's the drama of the original. But fable. It's, it's it's like fifteen minutes of drama. I know, mm. but it's it's still. I don't know. It's, it was it was very powerful. I'm glad I got to do that. Hmm. Anyway, uh, that's why I didn't right. go to Beta Breakers. I was sunburnt and beaten because I am not good at riding bikes. And hills hurt me. And I rode to the Presidio and it was very very much. Did intense. did you see the Disney comic that I sent you from the fifties? It was yes. like a strip comic. Yes, of Donald Duck drowning Goofy. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I love that one. <laughs> uh, so I don't, like, I don't way, care for it. The way Donald looks walking away, he's so... Like, it's, that, yeah. it's that old 50s, like, fuck you, where like, what are you going to do? I'm going to push my hat a little forward. Yes. <laughs> that, yeah. That. Basically, yes, yeah. I did it. <laughs> Goofy pulls a fish out. The fish hits Donald in the face. Donald gets annoyed, goes over, and basically hits... Goofy with the fish so hard he falls in the water. And then Goofy's like, help, I can't swim. So then uh, Donald throws him a rope. He ties the rope around his foot. And then uh, he's like, okay, let her go. And then Donald kicks an anchor into the water to <laughs> murder, murder to murder, murder Goofy. Just, that is the only resolution. Just, he yes. walks away and pushes his hat forward and like, I'm going to go bang, bang some horror. <laughs> uh, All right, guys. Yeah, comics, sorry. we brought it around. Also, yeah, see, yeah. also in comic books... Uh, <laughs> I, wait, wait. Uh, oh, go ahead. You go ahead. Here's what I read today. I downloaded it for $4. <gasps> uh, the Archie's Take On Games. It's, it's what? A, uh, it's a comicsology exclusive where what? it's... All right. Everybody knows. Everybody knows Archie Di- Digest, which yeah, just reprint old Archie comics. Pretty much scattershot. This reprints old Archie comics all about games wow. over the past 30 years. Wow. And it starts out like... I bet I, their wardrobe doesn't change. No. That is where <laughs> you are so wrong about Archie. <laughs> they had they, flannels no, in 1994. Whole, yeah, the whole point of Archie is that it's very fashion conscious. Like uh, that they want to change... The point of Archie is that to tic-tac-toe be, board on like Archie's ginger pompadour. The point of Archie is to be <laughs> timeless and current at the same time. Uh, Their heads are the same. It's like when you see the guy from Blondie bodies. talking about Twitter. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> In 2000. So this one I starts with like... I off like seven guys. Just it's, <laughs> it starts with an... Uh, like them in an arcade in the early 80s Sweet. and then and then there's a mid 90s one where Jughead eats all the food of the world by getting virtual reality helmets and, uh, <laughs> so uh, I'm hearing um, the last Starfighter parody and a lawnmower man uh, send up exactly it's like, mm. how much shtick it's like it's, the shtick is so old and dead and dry but it's like I we can recontextualize it it'll still guy, be fine. I will build this this Jughead loves eating stuff <laughs> like yeah. is where does Bazooka Joe fall in the hierarchy of oh dated, tired, I have hopeless some, old I have some comics. new Bazooka Joe. It's incredible. 
And, and like what I've noticed, I, I chewed a couple pieces of it, and there's still fucking comics in every one. Yeah. And almost every punchline is delivered by a talking dog now. That's the only. <laughs> That's the only difference. I also want to say about Archie Comics on Comicsology was that this was fairly priced. It was this one was fairly priced. It was a hundred dollars. Hundred dollars. A hundred worth no, every penny. Just drop in the bucket for Lord Gilbert. It comes with a three sixty download hat for an Archie or a Jughead hat for your avatar. It's one hundred pages for four dollars. Oh, that's great. That's a good price. Mm-hmm. Uh, though, oppositely, I wanted to I wanted to check out the Kevin Keller gay co- the gay kid comics. It's not available, right? No, it is available. Oh. Six issues, like 120 pages at most, for 20 on Comixology. So they know they, they know the the uh, queer comic fans are going to pay yeah, up. Be careful. No, they just. I think that's what it is. It's they know they know that a certain audience wants to be validated in this comic is important. So the par- the price can remain static because they're not looking for new people to come in. Mm. The more new people come in, the more new the more people complain. That that makes sense. I mean, if I it's guess so. Even remotely, I'm a businessman. Yeah. Also, one last thing that I read this week that wasn't a comic, uh, which don't want to go too into, but Zombie Simpsons. I bought it and read that. Did you read that? Uh, you suggested it to us on book, Twitter. Right? Uh, the, the oh, oh, I'm sorry. I thought she went like a zombie, like a bongo comic. No, zombie no, no, Simpsons. no. <laughs> like, that sounds awful. The book, is, no, the book yes. Zombie Simpsons, which is uh, it's a Kindle only book so far. It's not in print, but it's right. it's this guy arguing how there are two shows. There was yes. The Simpsons, which ended in 1999 or 2000, yeah, and then Zombie Simpsons, which has no brain and can't die. Yes, exactly. <laughs> which. I I felt at some points he was a little too harsh on current Simpsons. I also he was super he was super duper negative on uh, mm-hmm. on Marge be not proud, which is a favorite episode. Well, not a, I, I'd say Wait, if I were to rank my she, favorite Simpsons, she catches in the Bart 70s, shoplifting. Yeah, right. that's a great episode. He ranked the, that as a very special episode. That exactly. Up the that's show. that's the reason that he was so against it. It was the his whole point as to why the Simpsons was so great when it started was that TV forever has been mm-hmm. really boring, like formulaic family dramas or cop dramas, and it's mm-hmm. like, and that was the first episode that really kind of embraced that. Thing learning a lesson. Learning a and, lesson. Yeah. Everyone is, you know, a family unit, and Bart will come back at the end, and he will be I hugged disagree. and forgiven. And I disagree. Lisa had a lot of those episodes. Right. It's just generally not Bart. I like that they... Lisa's like, Substitute is, is just, one of the best episodes ever. Right. And is totally heartfelt in, in sitcom... Uh, well, but it yeah. ends with her just basically accepting her dad is an idiot, not right. that he's... Yeah. And you are Lisa Simpson, which is the line that's fucking meaningless, yet mm. means the world and brings me and tears me to pieces whenever I see that, that episode. Uh, but I, my favorite point, my favorite parts of that book was when he was summing up what was good about The Simpsons, and mm. one of my favorite things was they said it was, it was cynical to borderline nihilistic yes. in the show, which is very true. Yeah, it's very true, and I kind of worry a little bit about how much that has shaded my worldview. No, me having too. Having watched so me much too. of it a growing lot, up as a child. Just so you know, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Corporations are only out to destroy you. Everybody and, only yeah. does their jobs to make money and they will half-ass everything. No one cares about anything. All Community every- is a joke. Your family will turn their back on you. The police are the <laughs> stupidest people around. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You can't trust your government. Democracy simply doesn't, doesn't work. work. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that was the best quote of all. Uh, all right, yeah. but uh, that I did come up with it. Somebody had meant we used the monorail uh, song to close out a laser time. Uh-huh. Someone was <laughs> quoting that to me, and like that, uh, this should be synonymous with laser time. Like, and I just came up 
If anybody wants to Photoshop it, I'd love it on a T-shirt. Laser time. The ring never comes off our pudding can, which is a which is a deep monorail <laughs> Simpsons reference. Use uh, my pen knife, my, my good man. man. Have, have, have you? Have, has anybody had any experience with the Simpsons comics? Yeah, the, the Bongo, Bongo comics. Here, wait, is quote. Does, does Bongo? It, yes. You play right field. Yes. I play right field too. So. Well, are you better than me? Well, I never met you, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a really so good mean. episode, and it shouldn't be. Yeah, that's a great. It's a all their voice episode. acting is awful. Like it's a, it's everyone so is real timeless. Bad. But for me, those are like baseball players I all knew of, in like twelve of them. Yeah, Wade Boggs. It was, it was nine. I also like the Ozzie episode. Smith. I like he how used the, to do. He used to do backflips to the second to the shortstop mound. Kid. I like the start of the third act where. <laughs> Where Burns goes like, we'll never lose with my nine ringers. One misfortune, sure. Two or three, perhaps. But nine misfortunes, I'd like to see that. And then then after he says such an obvious line, then they show all these misfortunes. And you think that it was nine. And then they're like, no, Daryl Strawberry's still here. Homer's not going to play. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was shit. And that's another part I think The Simpsons ruined. Because whenever I do try and write uh, fiction or scripts... Mm-hmm. Uh, the way they deliver the same exposition while making complete fun of yes. the novelty of getting from this point to that point <laughs> in the span of one minute. The contrived How plot contrived yeah. you have to make those kind of things. The Simpsons got away with doing it just because, like, yeah, we're acknowledging that it's cheesy, but yeah, this right. happens in TV. We all have a- we're better than that, though, because we acknowledged it. And- we agreed to go to a self-help seminar. <laughs> what an odd thing to say. <laughs> We went so far off the rails. Uh, sorry, but, sorry. Grim, have you read any comical books? Uh, I did two things that are comically related. Okay. Uh, I finally saw Thor yesterday. Pretty good, huh? And I played the Walking Dead Telltale game. Oh, All right. I, how were those? nothing but great things about that. Thor was good. It was yeah. a lot better than I expected. And you guys actually made me appreciate it a bit more because you definitely drove home the fact that for as insane as that comic book is, they were <laughs> very loyal to the source material. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's, it's like, yeah. I am riding this huge pony on the Rainbow Bridge. There's just astral space stuff everywhere. It's completely unashamed. We're space Vikings. Yes, we are space Vikings. That's what, and I was like, you know, that's that's it's bold and it works. It was fun. I, I love that explanation. They're, they're nine worlds and yeah. like, wow, that, I cannot believe that sufficed. Like I, I felt like my brain was ready to march in there like a protester, and then like, oh no no no, this is how the economy works. Oh, it moves fast enough too. Yeah. It's like it just keeps going. You're like, okay, I don't have to worry about the world tree Ingrisil or. <laughs> and how did you uh, how did you feel about the Telltale game? Uh, I've read a uh, most of I think The Walking. Not at this point, probably not most of it, but up to the prison stuff. The uh, end of prison. The end of prison. Okay. And yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. I didn't like the look of it at first because it's very cell shady, but mm-hmm. it kind of captures the look of the comic book a little better. But then you get these like kind of bug eyed characters that make like really muggy facial Whoa, expressions right? all the time, and it's like. <laughs> This is kind of taking away from the sequel. <laughs> they are very good actors, huh? Yeah. It's well, now, Carl, Carl. The, the regulars aren't in it. Rick and Carl, none yeah, of them. No, guys, it's so. uh, the one, the Asian guy that runs around and gets Glenn. Stuff. Glenn, he makes a cameo. Glenn, who I argued uh, is is the series Chewbacca. He says very little, <laughs> but is capable of everything <laughs> and constantly does it. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's, I guess that's the whole idea. Is at the end of the episode, they make it clear that, well... 
I'm gonna go meet up with the guy, guy right, the, the main cast in town now. And then Glenn leaves. Time for me to go to Atlanta. Time for, yeah, exactly. I've not played yeah. it yet. I, I think I know a massive spoiler about it, but I can't because I, I want everybody to experience Walking Dead. Uh, it's a good five dollar try. It's a good no, it $5 is dollar thing. Who the I next wonder, episode might? Uh, yeah. I wonder when that next episode's coming out. I don't know, but yeah, I, I do know if if you're going to Comic Con in San Diego. I will be there doing a ton of Walking Dead stuff, I think. Did I confirm well, that? I know that Games Radar is doing a contest to go to the uh, Walking Dead 100 party. Yeah, which I just think I'll be hosting. What? Um, I don't know. I shouldn't say that. Okay, uh, we should move on. Guys, probably won't work there by then. Comic book news. <laughs> oh, comic book news. Yes. We really should talk about that. What do we, that. Got? What do we bring got? it into the next segment? Uh, Jeez, so can... Is it really? Sort of. And I know. I know what you're <laughs> talking about because there's been a ton of certain. All right. Let week. me talk about a couple quick other things yeah, that aren't that. that. Uh, so they announced a and there's going to be an animated Dark Knight Returns movie. Oh. That uh, the Dark Knight Returns, one of the seminal works of comic fiction. Mm-hmm. By the now crazy Frank Miller back when he wasn't crazy. <laughs> Great preface. And I think the casting might be perfect. Batman, Peter Weller. Is it really? Or real. All right, I'm behind. I thought, I thought Conroy was coming back to that role. Not for not for old it's for what, what is the story he's coming back for? Uh, Shit, what was he it? does. Well, I know he does the voice in Lego Batman 2. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and they're releasing it as two films as well. Two separate you DVDs. assholes. Uh, and then the second one... Is that uh, G.I. Joe Retaliation got delayed nine months. Lol. When does a movie get... Like, we work in the comic book industry. Uh, comic book. We work in the games industry. Games get delayed all the time. It's but because they're not done. This is totally done. It's finished. They're it's done. It's totally done. Honestly, mm-hmm. it's because Battleship was a giant flop and totally f- Hasbro is afraid of having two failures in, like, oh, a two-month period. The G.I. Joe movie. The G.I. Oh, Joe yeah, movie yeah, that yeah, stars yeah. the... Rock yes. as uh, Roadblock. Roadblock. Yes. Yeah, um, but yeah. And Slaughter. It was gonna. <laughs> it was gonna come out in a month. In just a month, and now they're like, we need nine more months to make it three G, a three D. They gotta add three G to it, guys. Uh, it was. Uh, That's pretty bad. Yeah. All right. And then on the other side of the break, we've got a rainbow of other news oh, to talk about. Hi. Okay. <laughs> Uh, right, I, we'll did, I did you. find. Oh, you don't want me to. Do no, this. no, what? <laughs> I, uh, somebody posted every single. I didn't know Rihanna was in Battleship. Yes. Did you send me this? Uh, I read it the other day. Uh, ev- somebody posted every single line she has in, uh, in Battleship, <laughs> and it's great. Uh, get up, princess. Come on. What's wrong with you, drama queen? Typical. Shut up, shut up. Kentucky Fried Chicken. You look like Colonel Sanders. Real bad idea, Lieutenant. I don't I just I thought out of context. Well, have you seen the trailers for that? It seems that everyone speaks in cliche. Yep. Like they all just say, hit it. That's pretty big. Do you know what kind <laughs> of thing that could do? We're talking extinction level event. <laughs> and you know what? I, I read a thing about them today. Uh, here's one more thing. This is how we'll atta- uh, work with comic books. Mm-hmm. The, the thing I read today was about Battleship's failure and how <sighs> Avengers beat it. Beat it bad in its, in its third week. Third week. Right. But they said mm-hmm. that if Battleship actually made a good move by coming out not in America first. Like they, 
It came out a, yeah. almost a month ahead of time in all the foreign markets, mm. and it's because they wouldn't. They don't give a shit that it's based on a board game. But even the stupid, most stupid Americans go like, "This is a fucking board game. This is ridiculous." <laughs> and, and it's it says something. It's a testament to the laziness of Americans who probably are too. Feel like they're too busy to put a review in a Google Translate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like if it, if it drops here weeks after everybody mm-hmm. finds out later that it's horrible, and then it made me sad that they said that like the Avengers. I, I hated that Avengers came out in other countries. You can listen to me complain for a very long time <laughs> in the everything previous first. episode, and then they point out that like. The Avengers were smart by coming out a week ahead of time in English-speaking countries. Then that only created more buzz and hype for when it came out here. Because it was good. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It just needs to be good, which Battleship very much wasn't. Shock okay. comes out in Europe before it ever comes to America. What? French movies. Never helped them. Never. All right. Fresh. We'll meet you on the other side, guys. Break time. Break <laughs> Hello, it's The Break. Thanks again for listening to Cape Crisis, uh, dudes and dudettes. Uh, we're hosted on LazerTimePodcast.com. That's uh, alongside a couple other big-time podcasts, LazerTime, the namesake, and uh, VG Empire, both of which I appear on a lot of the time, as does Michael Grimm. That's hey. true. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also want to say that on the site, not all, you can uh, help us out with a little bit of a donation. You can click on the donate button that's on the Left side of the bar, the front page. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, click on there. Give us help us with you can, or you could buy a T-shirt from our T-shirt store. Or if you'd rather do none of that, you'll see some Amazon links on the right side. Click on those and buy what you ever you would buy on Amazon, and we'll get a little bit of that too. It helps out. Really easy. It's so easy. You're going to spend sixty dollars on those Miyazaki DVDs anyway, stupid. So <laughs> may as well give us six dollars. I'm talking to myself. Two days ago, <laughs> they were Blu-rays. Also, not just they were the Blu-ray DVD combos. You can't you can't mess with that. Uh, also, guys, uh, there's if you're listening to this on iTunes or Zoom and uh, have subscribed, make sure to give us a review. Give us five stars on each. That'd be great. Write a review. Those all really help us out. And, uh, you know, also LazyTimePodcast.com has a lot of great stuff to read on the site. Lots of po- posts like Ask X Baffler. Nice. Very hard one to say, but a great one to read. And uh, there's Poison Popcorn. And also, Poison Popcorn has some really bad movie reviews of really bad movies. Good stuff. As in good reviews of bad movies. Exactly, yeah. Uh, and then that brings us to Hank's Corner, uh, where I suggest a comic this week. Uh, based on what we talked about in the second half, I wanted to suggest a really good day, uh, comic with a lot of gay issues in them. Uh, and I, I don't mean single issues that are gay that are in the story. <laughs> uh, it's a, it was a miniseries called en- <laughs> it was a miniseries called Enigma from uh, Vertigo Comics that. It's uh, very trippy and existential and uh, and, and self hating. It's uh, it's one of my favorite comics of all time. I love it so much. It's it's really hard to even explain, other than that it's a a guy who meets his hero from the comics he read as a kid, 
but then the world is falling apart around him. And it's it's just so very real. I I love it and I love it so much. Uh, so pick it up. It's by Peter Milligan, is the writer. Uh, Enigma. The link will be on the on the post for laser time on lasertimepodcast dot com, where you can find it on Hulk Dick. Yes. <laughs> and now back to the show. Welcome back to the next segment of Cape Crisis. The gayest segment ever? It is pretty gay, <laughs> guys. So this week uh, in the news that we didn't do in the first segment uh, has been two pretty gay stories in the, uh, in the comic this world. This is really big news. All right, in now, addition to, I did not know uh, What's-His-Nuts from the Big Bang Theory came out. Wait, what, huh? Yeah. What? Who? Jim Parsons. What the the, 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 um, the guy who wears the comic book t shirt? A feminine actor was strangely gay. Wait, did one of the co-stars? No, the star of Big Bang Theory came out as gay. Wait, the guy from Roseanne? And not, no, not not yeah, no, 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 not him. Oh, the guy God. who's in the Muppets. I didn't know. That's why I said the guy who wears all the comic book shirts. I've never seen the fucking show. I don't know. I don't watch the show either, but he's famous for always wearing a flash. That's why you see all those things that say Bazinga that look like the Flash logo. He's a Flash fan. And because it's a Warner Brothers show, he's always wearing DC comic shirts. I see him in Green. He's on the DVD with Green Lantern shirts. Yeah, Flash, Green Lantern. Hawkman, all the stuff. I did not know he was a homosexual. Me neither. I mean, now that you... It sort no, of makes it's sense. also like Nathan Lane, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't look that close at his career. It's just, yeah. Ah, but so, it, oh, we have a gay Spock, a gay sitcom star, and now we have gay superheroes. Yeah, well, we've always had them. They've always that's what well, I, not I always. I didn't know. But, well, let's start okay. With, let's the start smaller with the, news the, is. Bit, well, this was Marvel, the, right? Marvel wanted to make a bigger splash with this, and then all of a sudden DC came and took their. Set, DC sashayed in and took the <laughs> took the spotlight. Um, but anyway, and as I talked, we talked about in the news earlier that it, uh, in earlier shows that it was a rumor. But North Star is marrying his boyfriend in Astonishing X Men fifty mm-hmm. or fifty one. And so but he's been gay for a long time. Though, that's right? the big deal. The North Star has been like. Um, he was written to be outed at some point. Like, he was originally, when they introduced him, they're like, this character will be gay when we're allowed to say he's gay. Oh, so he, when they he first started. introduced him in the 80s, he was intended to be gay. He's not, he's not what we call in this business from here on out uh, a retcon queer. <laughs> <Duh>. no. <laughs> nope, he was not. What instead happened was 
He was written by. He was created as a member of John Byrne's Alpha Flight and the uh, Canadian superhero team. Who could forget? Naturally, because John Byrne's Canadian, and so he had to make the Canadian superhero team. That's also why Wolverine is super cool, or that's how Wolverine got to be super cool. Like mm-hmm. the guy John Byrne made most of the template of the awesome Wolverine story. And that's because he wanted to to have a super popular Canadian superhero. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so on the Alpha Flight team, there was North Star, whose best friend was his sister, and they, they were very close. But he didn't like the rest of the team. He never had a girlfriend. They even had the closest they got. They had a story where he met up. They met up with a longtime male friend of his, and, but they didn't get more specific than that. And then there was, actually, a, was there allusions like he's listening to share? <laughs> no, not not that much. But then they, but then they, uh, then they retconned that by saying he's an an elf or a or a what? fairy. Like really? Was, they said he was a magical guy <laughs> from another universe. From an, like, and Loki told him to go there. Uh, told him this. And Why? Revealed his secret parentage because they. It was actually just to write him out of the book. They didn't yeah. want him around anymore. But then, like, a few years later, they're like, no, this is stupid. Let's bring him back. Though he yeah. does have elf ears still. The, but, um, so then they finally, in the mid-90s, got to out him. And he was a big deal. I'm gay. But North Star is not a major character. He's a, right. he's the, yeah. he's not the leader of Alpha Flight, <laughs> the Canadian superhero team that, like, it's comic has been canceled multiple times. He's not a big deal. Is Toad a member of Alpha Flight? <laughs> no, he's a he, Toad is a one of the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants. Oh, Come my on, bad. Now. My anyways. Uh, so he outed him. Is he, is he the first openly gay character of Marvel and DC? Yes. Okay. There were lots of independent comics yes. that dealt with with gay things in much more Listen, mature like way. Ninety two, he came out or something. Like I that. thought it was more like ninety four, but maybe ninety two. <laughs> Let's not split hairs here. Anyways. It was, but when they did it, like this shows you the difference in time. He came out, but he wasn't dating anyone. They were, mm-hmm. they would just let this celibate gay character announce his homosexuality, and then go away, right? And then <laughs> not do not do things for a while. Yes. It uh, they they both in in both the major publishers uh. they shied away from showing any. <laughs> he goes off to the what? gay dimension. <laughs> Well, and then he it's got explored then in the he got, what if comic. Then he got killed by Wolverine in one storyline, but he got uh, resurrected almost immediately. Was he killed in a heterosexual way? Um, no, <laughs> well, I, I don't know. Wolverine was trying to stab I, Kitty Pride, and I, then she phased, and then he stabbed through him. That just, was because Wolverine was being mind controlled by the Hand Ninjas. Uh, but anyway, North Star does have the longest history of a out character in marvel Mm. so he would be the first one to get married and uh it's he i don't know it is the first gay marriage in um marvel or dc are they are they mentioning where he's getting married well (laughs) they are based in san francisco hey holler though actually the x-men sort of moved back to new york but it's legal there too See, I was wondering if they were about to Canada. Make a little, oh, making no. a statement. It's Ironically, a, it's Ma- Magneto, legal. Magneto's in North Carolina, and they have to leave their wedding. Uh, it's legal in New York and sort of legal in California, right? I, I, I don't mean to say I don't give a shit, but it's like whenever I see society quibble over shit like this, I just don't want to participate. And like this is idiocy. Good, well, I do feel no, like I, the this pre- is I, I, democracy just I, doesn't work. It's not. It's not that there's. It, it's not. 
it to me there's just no fucking argument and have to pretend right. there is an argument like the reason you should care what two people do as a union well, like it's you should have any influence scream at the this? people you disagree with and not try and make I, any look, I points. decided a long time ago I'm just not playing politics make me way too mad I can I came to San Francisco mm-hmm. Mo- most everything I agree with is supported here uh, I don't whatever you want to do in the rest of the country Go fuck yourselves. Oklahoma, <laughs> All right. have at it. Okay. <laughs> Sorry for... But, but I do think it's it's funny that they did this, like, they had been working on it for a while, but this is, like, two weeks after Obama, Obama. finally, right. like, found his balls and and said the thing that he shouldn't, like, I'm glad he said it. I don't want uh, yeah, 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 yeah. like, to get Obama. A sitting president approving of gay marriage yep. is a big awesome, huge deal. Right. Yes. All right. But and so, it, I do love... Just the headlines I saw that day. Mm. Don't have a lot of entertaining ones, but just the way, just how flatly it was written everywhere. X Men to feature gay wedding says the Daily Beast. Mm. Uh, the Sun, gay mutant. <laughs> <laughs> wow! <laughs> In comics, for well, that's because then this got overshadowed by this weekend yeah. at a British or this past weekend at a British comic convention. The, um, I believe the Brits call it the Comic Convention. <laughs> comic it, Convention? It was called Kapow. Was Kapow. Name of it. Um, was uh, high-ranking DC-level people like Dan Didio. Yes, at the Comic to the Ring in the UK. <laughs> and previously, yeah, Didio had made a statement like about diversity in the DC universe. And he said, like, well, we're going to introduce new gay characters, but we don't want to change the sexuality of character. Well... Mm-hmm. Actually, let me read the specific quote just so. All right. Um, ba, 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 ba. One of the things we're very focused on are the types of. Oh, yeah. So if we introduce a gay character in Teen Titans, we want to make it a new character and make sure that it's an integral part of who he is or who she is right from the start and grow him or her. Uh, the, but the, the point, the person asking the question was like, you're retconning all these when they rebooted the DC universe. They retconned all these other things. They like broke up Superman and Lois Lane. They made it so Green Lantern was the first Green Lantern. All this stuff, but then they didn't like. But it would be too far to make someone who was heterosexual now gay. You know, right? So they were against that. They did introduce a few new gay characters, but. The new characters, people don't... It's really hard, in general, to get anyone to care about a new character. Right. And then on top yeah. of that, like that character gets to be the gay member of the team. See, that's the weird thing, is that when they talk about it being an integral part of the character, or whatever, like, how much is a character's sexuality a part of exactly. who they are? Like, nine times out of ten mm-hmm. for any comic character. Like, I mean, the main ones, like, you know, Peter Parker or whatever. Like, it's like, I guess s- it plays into a little bit. But they don't have, you have something like more bad. important to do? Right. Well, in mm-hmm. general, like, for Spider-Man, he has to, you know balance his life and his dating life is part of that but right. it's not it's not every single issue or yeah. anything I think it's now, like now, the only thing i can think of is like the is it ant-man and like uh, wasp or whatever like that thing that was a real weird like yeah diversion well, ant-man and wasp but, has a, a very weird history uh, as we've talked but, uh, about before. but i mean that's still the kind of thing where it's like i mean it's just that's the most domestic thing i've seen you know where it's like the rest true. of it is just totally in I, the background and not mentioned so, so then let ahead. me finish so then didio re-answer this question about like really you won't change the sexuality or alter and then he said that his uh, his opinion on that had evolved just as Obama <laughs> as Obama put it and that there is actually soon in June they say they're going to reveal a character that had previously been written as straight mm-hmm. as gay in the new universe or poorly 
<laughs> they had been written poorly. Yes. Written poorly with his uh, woman at home. Like now, it's more interesting to me. I don't what know. I'm curious about mm-hmm. is like they he uses the term iconic. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, first off, when he said there'd be a new gay yeah. character, it'd be an old character redone as gay. I'm like, oh, so. One of the hot women in your universe will now be yeah. a hot lesbian. But, but that's already, but that's already happened. Didn't Teen they Titans? They did that with Batwoman. They did that. Batwoman, but te- no, Batwoman is very Titans well. I don't want to. I don't want to bash Batwoman. Batwoman is very well written. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but it's usually a hot lesbian. Like that's the easy cop out of yeah. just like I, I we're. Was, op- I just assumed Image had done something like that back yeah, in the nineties. So many have where they're just like we're so open minded. We're, we accept gays as long as they're hot ladies. Exactly. Our masturbating audience can enjoy. <laughs> so, so, but then he said, no, it is a man. Like they've said it's a male character and that it is, uh, they use the term iconic is one of them, which mm. to me says like. It's not a woman. Because uh, <laughs> well, the DC universe yeah, has no sure. iconic women other than Wonder Woman who isn't going gay. But there is like the, on the level of, iconic says to me. Just below, like Aquaman is iconic. Flash is iconic. I think it's Flash. Nah, I don't think. It's I don't Flash. think his, his his female interests are very important, and they have multiple flashes to pull from. Yeah, I wonder. There's, it's, it's. Got, I wonder if it's the Flash. Well, let's get into that in a little bit. I, but. Yeah, I, I, but it, yeah, we did. DC didn't steal the thunder on purpose, and that's sort of what I like. Mm. This guy was pushed to answer a question, did so, and outed his outing. Um, outed an outing that's coming up soon, but yeah. I will feel it's a cop out if one, mm-hmm. it is a character that ends up getting killed by the end of the comic, yeah. or two, he has to fight Rawhide Kid. If it's like, <laughs> that's right, guys, the gay character is the Flash from Earth Two, not the real Flash. <laughs> Flash. Like, uh, I, I'm really interested to see if they uh, go. Yep, he's gay, but we're going to give him this hot alien space lady girlfriend that looks super hot. But it turns out it's really technically a dude on alien biology levels. What was that movie we saw with John Stamos as James Bond, uh, James Bond esque character, and Gene Simmons was like the flaming villain, like in dresses the whole time. I have no clue. I, it was. It's. It's not on DVD. Look it up. John Stamos, Gene Simmons, James Bondy kind of movie. It's, well, if you want to talk hysterical. about, there's one. But a gay villain is cool. I think, yeah, our, yeah but it's it's a negative stereotype. It so doesn't I'm, have to be. No, but I I think they're they should have more gay heroes first before they before they have they then decide <laughs> now let's have gay villains. There is a surface level okay. uh, judgment call. There, yeah, yeah, like oh, this bad person, but his gayness has nothing to do with his evilness. <laughs> like I find like. There, there was a movie I saw. This uh, full contact is the name of it, starring Chayun Fat, mm-hmm. and it's a really good like Hong Kong action film from sure. the mid nineties. And but the the villains, there's a trio of villains, but the main villain is named Queen, and he's a dude who is a super badass, has a badass butterfly knife, kills people all the time. He's He's a major threat, mm-hmm. but he's also the swishiest queen, <laughs> yeah. queeniest guy ever. Yeah, uh, because boom, yummy. Now, just in general, if you've seen Hong Kong films, they nuanced characters aren't there. They, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying all of them, but I'm saying the, yeah. the like martial arts ones, movies are not. Yeah. Find a round-eyed Asian They're, dude, put him in a suit, have him hit. Just people. the same with just the same with American mainstream films too. Oh, they're yeah. they're throwing it. To the lowest level yes, audience, it is possible. broad, broad, as broad as possible. Yes. Mm-hmm. Ah, 
Well, but before we get into this week's question sure. that spins out of that, I do want to read some from last week. Ooh. So last week I uh, was talking about how I was reading some old comics and asked, uh, I said, what's your favorite old comic that you know is terrible, but you still like reading it? Or you still have fun with it anyway. Did you notice how we rephrase guilty pleasure there? Mm. I hope nobody did. I did not want to use the term guilty pleasure. <laughs> I hope nobody did. That's a very loaded term. Jesse's made a real no. big impression. <laughs> I've, no, no. I actually, I read a, not Jesse, but same, I read a Chuck Klosterman article <laughs> that uh, spoke negatively about like, don't feel guilty about your pleasures, just yep. like it. I like have no guilty pleasures. All right. Uh, Grim, do you have any answer to that? Like, uh, hokey old comic book that you know is stupid? Dragon uh, Ball Z Kai, the novelization. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, it's been ages. I got rid of most of my physical comics quite a while ago. But right. I don't know. I mean, I still sometimes I'm like looking at Gen 13, an old image <laughs> comic, and I was like, man, I sure liked tits when I was a little kid. Yeah. <laughs> it was the like PG 13 plus. That was another one where I, they. I actually got in trouble for that because I had an issue of Wizard in fifth grade that had them on the cover of it. Mm-hmm. And my teacher confiscated it from me and accused me of bringing pornography into the classroom. So I Well, they do have painted on clothes. They do. And <laughs> basically their asses are all hanging. All the girls' asses are hanging out. Mm-hmm. And speaking of like, speaking of gay characters, they they were very open minded in having a hot bisexual character <laughs> in there who hit on all the girls. Perfect. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that's a great yeah. transition. That's my answer. So, oh my uh, let's. I'm going to go down a few here. First oh, off, Spade Slick's picture of Spider Man at the ballpark fighting the wall villain. Okay. Oh man, say, that is the best thing. I want to <laughs> say that this is written extra bad because. <laughs> Because it's from the Electric Company comics that were made for children. These yeah. were they were on the cover of them. It said Easy Reader says this is easy to read. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> I saw that at Costco this weekend. It, it was part. I forgot all about the I Can Read series. Uh-huh. I can read, and but then, like it's such a big logo now. And then it was Batman. It's like I can read Batman. Like <laughs> please don't yell at Batman. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's supposed to be. Easy to read, but uh, also it shows Spider-Man going to the ball game. Spider-Man loves the Mets, guys. That's his team. That's uh, not accurate. Spider-Man is a Mets fan. <laughs> all right, guys. That's this yeah. is very accurate. That's canon, right? Yeah, it's canon. I know it is. All right, uh, let's keep going down uh, from Joan Hizzle. Let me just say too, that, wanna, yeah. looking at the wall there, that uh, villain—that's the villain I'd like to see his power score, like zero, <laughs> zero, zero, toughness three, durability, durability pretty high. Oh man, his, his speed is zero. <laughs> his speed is zero. Well, actually, if he's a brick wall, doesn't that mean like any superhero could just fall through him and kill him? Mm, that is true. <laughs> um, so the early Ghost Rider comics from the seventies are insane and feature the Orb, one of the craziest villains ever. <laughs> A guy who rides a motorcycle with an eyeball helmet that hypnotizes people? That rules. Absolute uh, meth-addled awesomeness. And it's, uh, above him, Tom York, I said, 70s Fantastic Four. But for the same reason I cite why I love uh, 90, the, ROM and stuff, uh, for the, the excess is all appealing, incomprehensible space drama madness. Like, something about before they could shade or add a gradient to those mm-hmm. comics and they depict things in space, every planet is pink. Uh, every, every explosion is yellow. There's something beautiful about it. Uh, I'm going to go with Token Girl STFU. The old Hello. Star Wars comics from the early 90s. Holy shit, they are fucking out of this world, but hilariously fun to read. I want to say, though, if you want really crazy Star Wars comics, 
They are the out of print, but uh, I'm sure you can find them somewhere. The Marvel Star Wars comics, because Marvel licensed the right to do Star Wars comics immediately after New Hope was out, or very soon. So they're just making up Star Wars lore as they go along. There is oh, no wow. Star Wars lore master. Wow. Like Han Solo, one of his best friend is a space alien who looks like a human-sized green bunny. Like for real, <laughs> or yeah, it's it's crazy. That sounds really fun, actually. I I don't is Doombots Avatar a giant clit? Well, either uh, way, he says uh, I have th- I have three that hold no, a special place in my it's heart. It's helper. It's helper. Oh, it's helper. It's, it's Come on. I'm, sorry, I'm sorry. There was no color. <laughs> All to I it. can see is a clit now. What, what, I don't like that. One is <laughs> one is the easy buddy. One is the uh, Amalgam comic series. Uh, with mashups like Batman and Wolverine. Oh, I love the Malcolm Doc, uh, comics. Doctor Strange Fate. Uh, <laughs> Doctor Strange Fate, whose secret identity? <laughs> Professor X. Ah! They reveal that at the end of it. And then there's the amazing Spider Boy. Yes. I actually had a bunch of those. It oh, is... it's easy to make fun of Captain Carrot and the amazing Zoo Crew. Come on. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> Who did but that? Who did that? That was also from Doombot. Uh, but I'm on. Like they're of course they're shitty, but I I really like I liked Legends of Dark Claw, and it and also there was a really good one. It was the Thor uh, Orion mashup that was actually pretty good too. Mm. Thor Orion, I think that the was fuck? I think that was his name. Dog Stars has, it puts I've never seen this before. Dark Horses Aliens Pig. I think that was an April Fool's issue. Oh, like it was meant jerk. to be a joke issue. And then um, you son of a bitch. Dog stars. <laughs> I hate you and your Keanu Reeves band. Angry uh, Angry Bull says, I'd have to say the Justice League, where they recruit Santa Claus. <laughs> I've never heard of that one. Wait, but, scroll down to Bad Wolf and play that video. I want to hear it. What, the the, the Plastic Man? Yeah, but it's it's the theme. Um, oh, no, I thought it was the sound effects. I wouldn't mind hearing it, though. Ooh, remember that one? Animaniacs is starting. Oh, I forget. It's a new Plastic Man. No yeah, offense, Bad Wolf. I love you, but I, I thought it was. I thought Let's it was hear sound this effects. Plastic Man theme. I thought it was sound effects. Plastic Man. Ooh. Plastic Man. Plastic Man. <laughs> He's a real groovy cat, and he knows how to swing. He's going surfing. In. Yes, <laughs> solving mysteries in the surf wagon. He's riding round in a car partially made of wood. Jesus, I like that. The story of Plastic Man. Uh, Uh, I like that a lot. (laughs) I do see at the the bottom something from uh, Batman: Brave and the Bold. That way forward Batman game is so goddamn good. A lot of fun. That's another so goddamn good. And and, and the Plastic Man assists are fantastic. I mean, barely overshadowed by Aquaman's. I've got to call in Aquaman, and all of a sudden. Oh! And Aquaman rides it on a blue whale. It doesn't matter where you are underwater; like, just the blue whale obliterates everything on screen, like a Street Fighter combo. It's fantastic. That's pretty rad. Uh, binary Vibranium uh, brings up Night Nurse, the Night Nurse series from the seventies. Wow. Night Nurse is still a character who's around. To basically is a uh, was created as a um, a plot device because <laughs> Spider Man gets shot. He can't go to the hospital. So he finds the night nurse who just does someone fixes people on the yeah, side. Yeah, I would I would read that comic. I, would, yeah, I, I, I hear it. I just hear like a mid like late nineties USA network show. <laughs> USA up. 
up all night. I was, After Duck Man, I Night mean, Nurse. I meant to go. I meant to go look for Ronda Shear. I want to see what she's up to. I Ronda bet she's Shear. old, haggard, or addicted to a ton of oh, shit. See, that was now. that mm. Night Nurse thing kind of oh. hits on a. You say up all night, dude. I I By learned how to masturbate to that. Wait, program. what about Night Nurse? I was just saying that Night Nurse thing kind of hits on like my personal interest, which is I really want to read stories about the superhero universe from third parties that aren't superheroes. Yeah, that seems like that's occasionally pretty, pretty fun. Yeah, it's like, uh, and I remember too, like I've mentioned this to you before, Henry, but I was reading the Wikipedia entry for Latveria, and uh-huh. the level of detail that is in that that is sourced to different <laughs> issues. I'm like, there has to be like a. Side yeah. run of like Citizens of Latveria comics, where it's well, like this is what it is like to live here. I think for a time, especially John Byrne, but most uh, Fantastic Four writers mm. want to do at least one Doom centric issue that is about him presiding over Latveria, not him fighting the Fantastic Four. Even like they had details about the airport in the Wikipedia. Like this is mm. the size of the airport. Oh, this is wow. their weekly air traffic. That's quite a lot. <laughs> Uh, oh, that uh, that porn mention reminded me of a of a news story I forgot to go to. The Avengers Triple X porn parody stars oh. China oh. as She Hulk. Speaking of big fucking dick sized clits, but this is uh, this I is the sad thing. Now let's be careful that you make fun of China because you might regret it because she could be dead very soon. Why? Okay, she was at, like, this is why. She was at a, tri- like, a porn convention advertising the Avengers thing. Uh-huh. And, like, she was she was so fucked up she was getting thrown out of pornography parties. And, like, passed out multiple times in public, sometimes uh... nude. Like, And she's just like, oh, my cold medicine. Vivid entertainment. Stop carting her around. She is going to die. Yeesh. Help her. Yeesh. And it's really going to like hurt the set. This from a business standpoint, who wants to watch the porn when you know she, the, the actress is dead? I mean, come on. Like, right, guys? Mm. Uh, Let me think. Uh, well, not at all in the case of China, but I mean, I a actually, dead China. Also, who, who would ever pay to watch China have sex ever? I've had sex with one girl who's dead, and if I can't... <laughs> I can't say that I haven't jerked off to the memory of some of those That's sessions. different. Is it? Is you it? were there for it. At least you're not watching it. Yeah, but, it, but then I'm like also thinking, like, what if I call her up right now? Right, oh, but she like would with have to. Nicole Smith. Like, you wouldn't uh, watch anything. No. Uh, but would you have when she was alive? Like, uh, when yeah. she was looking her best? I no, mean, no. not the... Did she do porn? No. That's how she started. Yes. It's Playboy. Playboy. It's not fucking it porn. It is porn. It is. Oh, my God. That you is can take the boy at Arkansas. It's softcore <laughs> pornography, oh. but it, yes. In the people, eyes of Jesus, it is pornography. Yeah, no, in the eyes of was, what I need to get off, it is not. She was <laughs> naked and people cock look. going into her. It is Tons not pornography. Of people. All right. We got to move on. All right. <laughs> Did I do it again? Yeah, that was a massive sidetrack. All right. Uh, let's see here. Ratman Do 82. I love those old cheesy Superman stories, especially the ones dealing with weird kinds of kryptonite. My favorite mm. hue would have to be orange. It gives superpowers to any animal that touches it. <laughs> All right, uh, that is good. Uh, we got super much. Oh my god, I totally uh, forgot about this one. Uh, just man, uh, I was just reading about these again, but I forgot this story. There was a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Adventures comic in the in the early nineties, but that Archie did. Like there were still the Eastman and Laird ones, mm. but Archie published their own TMNT like comics that were started based on their cartoons, but mm-hmm. then created their own long mythology. Oh. And one of those included a storyline where the turtles were transported to an outer space wrestling federation and dressed up in different costumes. That sounds awesome. Uh, it's such wow. a cool one. 
Let's see. That sounds fantastic. Uh, Peter Porker. Yeah, Darth Orange brings up Peter, Peter Porker, Porker, the spectacular spider pig. That's uh, a really cool design. Spider-Ham. I love Peter Porker. Spider-Ham. I love Spider Ham. Yeah. Spider Pig is uh, a. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. It does what the Let's see here. It's a laser time this week. <laughs> uh, Kurdoth says, uh, oh man, I, how much do I love Excalibur? It so campy involves my favorite X-Men of all time, Nightcrawler. It also introduced me to Captain Britain, which it was just fantastic when I realized there was an infinite number of Captain Britons, and they are all in an omniverse that protects everything. <laughs> <laughs> wow. wow. That is that is pretty, uh, yeah. All right. One more, and then we're going to call it a day. Okay. See, <laughs> I have to go with, I always found Galacta, the daughter of Galactus, to be pretty hokey. She may not be canon, but just the fact that she exists is pretty mind-boggling. She looks pretty anime. Yeah, that was from the anime, when they were trying to appeal to anime fans. Uh, Didn't work! (laughs) The comic's still... Baka Gaijin will never win. Sure, anime fans seem to accept anything. (laughs) Alright guys, so... This week's question. Mm. Who? <laughs> oh, how you right. do this, sweetie? Now, let's all try to be respectful. <laughs> but what DC hero do you think is going to be revealed to be gay? I think it's got to be the Flash. He is... I, I'm sorry. Henry, I guess I don't love the Flash. Yeah. Uh, he seems to be the most... He's popular he is iconic mm-hmm. everybody everybody knows who the flash is uh but i don't think they'd do it to an established like a really well established one who started like, a movie but i don't think flash carries any weight anymore let alone as many flashes are out there do they completely get rid of like all nine flashes that are and he's con- a character who never had a who had a wife and they yeah. divorced him like he's not with her anymore oh so. it should be swamp thing actually <laughs> swamp thing loves everything there was a comic where there was a comic where Swamp Thing hugged Superman until he got better. Like that was the story. Wow, it, it was pretty gay. He held Superman's hand in a wonderful way. Oh, all right. I don't. Yeah, let's not use not using gay as a pejorative I'm here, not, guys. Hey, I want no. I'm saying this to people who might comment. I'm coming out as bisexual. I fuck men constantly. I can say whatever I want. There, put that in the press release. Okay, good. Um, so, but the Flash. Yeah, I can see that. Um, it seems that seems the most like that's the only man the, the amount of things I've seen them do with the Flash like he is mm. technically invincible can see through dimensions and, and, and none of it is that interesting yeah this pretty, is this is the one way to make Flash more interesting yeah how he, fast can he fuck a man well, his, oh oof. high five Michael Gr- no oh his, right. uh, <laughs> well his home life had always been so boring anyway like yeah. his character had been defined by his boring life so that would make it more interesting. I think I had always thought, and you should all answer DC questions. Uh, D- Cyclops is a good candidate for a gay character. He's a noble. Uh, he's a noble leader who I think ties up love with duty. Mm-hmm. But he's I, been dating. He's he's famous for dating women and it going wrong. But he yes. date, like he he married and loved Jean Grey. Like he's been with the Scar- uh, White Queen for. I know, but years. it feels like he never he never learns anything from mm. that. I don't know. Like he he's not a character in my opinion who like needs that kind of love. He needs some an interesting love interest, and his love interest is always the most interesting thing about him, outside yeah. of being able to shoot lasers from his eyes. Yeah, he kind of. I like that he became a dedicated being a dedicated uh, leader became his thing. Yeah, like ah, uh, Grim. 
Well, I can't believe you guys missed this joke. But Lobo? Martian Manhunter. Oh, Am I right? Man. Am I right? See, that, that is an iconic character. He is. He is. But here's why I would say it's a cop-out. Because mm. he is a shape-shifting guy from his own planet that has right. no gender. Right. And he, he can take the like, form of but, a man he I wants mean, to fuck. Look at that last name. Manhunter. Manhunter. Yes. Oh my See, god. See, that was oh the my Oh my god. Come on, guys. Oh my god. But he's just such an alien weird right. guy that he would just like I always felt in the past like his character like I guess it would be believable just because he's an alien who like humanity in general is another species for him. Like it's mm. it's it technically is like enough of a taboo him dating anyone. So yeah. he wouldn't care. I would always I always assumed he's the type who would not care if it was a man or a woman. Mm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Eh, whatever, but, whatever shoots his Martian sperm out. Wait, uh, what about Hawkeye? No, I'm thinking of Alan Olda. Yeah. Uh, Man, <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ! What, what did I do? Oh my God, that's so bad. Um, geez. All right, I'm gonna go with. Uh, they've really upped his star power these days. Mating, yes, yeah. They made him, mm-hmm. they stepped him up to the Justice League That's to have cool. a gay member of the Justice League, but it's also, it is someone who's established, but not famous for dating anybody. Yes, like, yes. And if and if they're trying huh. to cover their minority yes. bases, now they have the black guy and the gay yeah. guy all in one team members, so they know, can have normal team members all the rest. If, the audience, <laughs> if, if yeah. this audience hates, uh, hates gay people, it probably hates black people too. <laughs> So they're not going to get have any a more mad at, Cy- at us <laughs> for having Cyborg in here. Depressingly safe bet. Chris. <laughs> Seriously. Well, but what <laughs> if Cyborg only dates white men? Then it's even been, worse, right? There's been comments on our on our side where people are still against gay marriage and like, he, sure. To to be against gay marriage means you have to care about gay marriage, which I'm coming out right now. I don't give a fuck about gay. It, it would take energy to care about other people's <laughs> marriages. I don't have the fucking time. Tax them. Uh, Let them get married. <laughs> Tax them. I also, uh, real quick, let's let's also be positive. Let's. How about you say maybe what's one of your favorite gay characters from comics? And I'm going to say one right now that's from the mainstream, but you could also go with indie comics. Uh, and one of my favorites is Obsidian from uh, the DC Universe before the cross uh, before the new universe. Also, the Dragon Glass. Uh, Obsidian uh, was this he's the son of the original Green Lantern and they had always written him as a very like conflicted like maybe he's gay I don't know maybe like they wouldn't they wouldn't commit they like for two decades they wouldn't commit and then like the mid in 2005 or so they finally like got to reintroduce him in a book he wasn't a popular character but they got to reintroduce him in a book and he had a boyfriend and it was just normal like hey Mm. this is my boyfriend I'm going on a date like they didn't even pat, joke around with it or like wink anymore. They're just like these are he's a person. That's it. You know. Mm. That's why I liked about it, that it was just treated as reality, just normal. My favorite gay character, mm-hmm. and I'm, I apologize, but it's got to be Scott Thompson from Kids in the Hall. <laughs> Every, everything about it, like that. That is like you mean Buddy Cole? No, I mean Scott. Tom- Scott Thompson is one of my. He, he, there, he's like my favorite cast member in that whole troupe, and I love kids. Really, I dude, I love Scott Dave Thompson Foley character. Is pretty no, but the, the variety of Cole Scott... sketches last too long. That's my. But problem they're monologues, and I'm okay yes. with a monologue. It's harder to write a monologue than it is to, than it is to write a scene. Yes, I I love Scott Thompson so fucking much. I really do. 
And I want to say that, and I do want to want to point out one gay missed opportunity. Marvel, mm-hmm. Beast. What? We don't want to do this. That's too obvious. They joked about this. it. They joked about that. In... You, could, you could even still be played by Kelsey Grammer, and it'd be totally believable. <laughs> uh, remember I all those years? Man. Why did it take I... so long for a day to uh, hike? <laughs> toss salad and scrambled eggs. What? I mean, come on. Oh, my no. God. <laughs> Did you I believe would, that like it was a thing that David Hyde Pierce came out of the closet? Like we all knew no. That's right? the thing. I never heard he came out of the closet. Like I just looked and like no. Wait, he, is he? Oh, I saw yeah, the scene. He thanked his he thanked his partner at the to- like, at the Tony Awards. controversial stage for that kind of decoration. But no, it was the same deal that Zachary Quinto did in interviews where people said, "I guess, I hey, meant- you don't have a girlfriend. I don't talk about my personal life." I should have said Wolverine. that's what Anderson Cooper does too. But we all know Wolverine, <laughs> Wolverine's tr- uh, Wolverine's beard. His wife uh, is like eighty years older than he is. Uh, Hugh Jackman's. Oh, yeah. Uh, I look. I sh- I shouldn't go there. I'm sorry. I don't. I don't give. A, again, I don't give a. F- it takes too much energy to care about who you fuck. I'm fucking no one. That's my concern. Let me deal with that. I don't give a fuck who you fuck. Grim. Uh, well, since uh, Chris named a not comic book character, right? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I guess he did. Somebody from Initial D. Uh, what? <laughs> sorry. You like cars? Is I do. Saying. Yeah. Uh, I don't know much about you. Manga has even fewer gay characters. Yes, yeah, very true. Uh, I'm going to go with Gay Perry from Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. <laughs> oh. <Great. laughs> uh. I thought his character was just more weird and yeah. not attracted to women than gay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a fair way to put it. How'd you get the name Gary? Because I'm so knee-deep in pussy. <laughs> <Yes>. like, uh, <laughs> uh, oh, also, I was trying to think of who it was. It was uh, the guy that played Gandalf. I can't think of his name right now. Ian McClellan. Ian McClellan. Ian McClellan. Sir! If you ever see that guy show up in an award show, like, mm-hmm. the last four times I've seen him, that guy dates dudes that are, like, total, like, twinks in their 20s yeah. and shit. It is shameless. Yeah. And he's just sitting there in the crowd, and you got some, like, you know, dude beside him, and he's just like, yep. And I'm saying this <laughs> is a, in a positive light. He, he was, it was one of the gayest things I've ever seen. Uh, he was hosting SNL with musical guest Kylie Minogue, and 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 I never understood like if you like the band, come out and, and hang out and fucking like Ian McKellen came out for like Kylie Minogue with his boyfriend is like is on the side of the <laughs> yeah. stage and like uh. yeah, he's living life. I yeah, appreciate he really that. Is. That guy rules. Uh, mm. So much fun. I love you, McKellen. All right. Well, I was hoping you'd at least have like some indie comic or something uh, a gay character. Uh, See, what's so- the one in Chasing Amy? Idiosyncratic routine. There. <laughs> yeah. See, I've got like, uh, I don't know. I wish I could say the name of the uh, of the gay black character's comic book in that. I remember. What was it? Uh, nope, not saying it. I don't remember what it was. I'm not saying it. What? Tell me what it was. Whisper it off the mic. No. Tell me right now. <laughs> it's sign the, it's sign the I letters. am not going to be quoted saying the name of the I thought it was book. Puma Man. Nope. He flies like a moron. Puma Man. man. He flies, flies like, like a moron. moron. All right, you know what? <laughs> Anyway, guys, we're going to cut it. Here. Yeah, all right. We had a lot of fun. We had a gay old time. Yes. <laughs> Both figuratively uh, and literally. <laughs> yep, literally. Uh, anyways, guys, so uh, answer that in the forums. You know, well, it'll be a topic there. Try, You know, let's have have fun with it, guys, but... Uh, be nice. Yeah. Be nice. I, I, be nice. I'm, I do not work for... This is not part of the corporation who pays my paychecks, and I have no problem being mean to you if I think you're being mean to other people. Yeah. All right, but let's just have fun, and uh, we'll see you next week on Cape Crisis. Crisis.